Designcast Podcast, the podcast for design and STEAM educators. Hello and welcome to Designcast, a podcast where I interview a wide range of excellent guests in design and STEAM education to get their unique perspectives. My name is Jason Reagan and I use my 20 plus years of experience as a design educator to dig deep into complex issues. This podcast has one simple mission, to create a community of people around the world that are interested in design and STEAM education. Each episode, I chat with guests from all corners of the design world, from classroom teachers to authors and even to educational consultants. We discuss a wide range of topics that we feel are relevant today. I do want to ask you that if you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review, rate, subscribe, share, or download from your favorite podcasting app. This helps the podcast get discovered by listeners that might not find it otherwise. Also, it helps me to continually define the direction of future guests and episodes. Feel free to drop by my website, www.jasonreagan.ga, to leave me a comment or to sign up to be considered as a future guest on future episodes. Also, don't forget to stop by Anchor and leave me a voice clip that could even end up in an upcoming show. Thanks for listening. So let's get to it. For this episode of DesignCast, I was so incredibly honored to have my longtime friend Joe Veal join me for what is just such a fun conversation. Joe is currently working in China remotely from her home in New Zealand. And the whole story about her and her family and how that is all sort of developed is just so completely unique. And I can't wait for you to hear it. It is such a great time. Joe is an outstanding educator and you will definitely want to connect with her after listening to our conversation. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this chat with Jovial. Welcome to another episode of DesignCast, and it is an absolute pleasure for me to have on an old friend and absolutely fantastic colleague, Joe Veal. Joe, how are you today? Hi, Jason. I'm great. Thank you very much for having me on your show. <laughs> We've I've been trying to get Joe on here for many, many moons, and it is so great that she has finally made time in her busy schedule to <laughs> speak to me. But I'm sure we'll get into why she is so busy in a minute. So, Joe, if you don't mind, could you just give us a little introduction of who you are and kind of how you found yourself in education? Okay, sure. So, as you know, my name is Joe Veal. I come from a country called New Zealand a long way from anywhere else in the rest of the world. I studied psychology at university and when I decided I wanted to go to the United Kingdom on a big OE, I ended up cover teaching product design in a little town called Mildenhall. A year and a half later, we moved to Bangkok in Thailand and the school that my husband was teaching at, he's an outdoor ed teacher, there product design teacher hadn't returned after their summer break. 
So they heard that I had covered one half of a term or something in product design. They were super excited and they got me in teaching design technology under the British curriculum. I do have a teaching qualification. My subjects were ICT and graphic design. So it kind of fitted. Uh, Yeah, at a bit of a stretch, but international schools needs must really when it comes to getting teachers that are going to fit in with your curriculum and your program. So I taught in that school for six years. I loved it, loved Thailand, then found myself moving to China to teach with you Jason actually that was really funny I think I was only employed because the school had already spent $50,000 on a laser cutter I'd forgotten about that yes (laughs) and I did wonder why during the interview there was a lot of questions like so can you tell us how this Mercury Pro GC3 works and I was thinking what are these guys talking about and when I said you know you just press play they they were really surprised anyway I got that job our family moved to China three years at SSIS then we did two months in Africa working in a little school volunteering that was an amazing experience for all of us thought we were heading home we landed back in New Zealand discovered that for my two youngest children to keep learning Chinese. That would be really difficult in the town we lived in. So I was chatting to you again, Jason, about that. And then, of course, a week later, you've got me a job and I'm back in Qingdao, China, running, yeah, right, meeting fantastic people there. You know, shout out to JD, JD mm. Holtrop, fantastic colleague, and a wonderfully supportive director who wanted to expand the design department. And mm. when I threw in a oh, STEAM program, he was like, why not? What do you need? So I really enjoyed my time there. Throughout all those schools, I was teaching NYP design and IB diploma, and that carried on. That was an IB school as well. And then most recently, I finished up at that school, and I've been working remotely teaching, well, really my role as school counsellor at an American school just down the road. Mm. And I've really been enjoying that as well. And that's that, really. So you, you didn't mention that you have five children. The last of two are twins, which are, it's amazing. And I, I, I it's it's just so great to see how much they've grown and, and how things have changed for them. And I think it's great that you guys were committed to the girls learning Chinese. So that's that's great that you did that. I didn't know you had the background in psychology. Yeah, which I think is probably why I lean to user-centered design so heavily into human experience because I just can see those connections. And I think since you you know brought up the kids, that's exactly uh, why after seeing our eldest son, now he's 19, off in his first year at university, he does a semester of Chinese and then he just says, oh, this semester I'm going to do Spanish. He speaks, you know, five Mm. languages and he can pick up anything. And that's from living overseas for so long, Mm -hmm. from traveling. And and that's why I really appreciate that kind of human connection with, with good design, really. Man, that's awesome. And Joe, I'll tell you, I'm always inspired by the things that you're doing. You, you've you got your fingers in a lot of different pies and doing lots of different things. And so what are you guys up to in New Zealand along with what you're doing remotely? 
So when I thought I was going to finish up this last job, I thought, what can I do? We live in a really beautiful town. It's a tourist town in New Zealand. It's on the East Coast, a surf beach, and everything that you're picturing, as I say, that is true. It's, it is beautiful. They closed our you know, main street of our town when COVID hit, and the skateboards came out, and kids had a lot of freedom. It was, it was good times, really. For, you know, for, for a lockdown, we were very, very lucky. So I kind of looked around and thought, what, what what could I do now? And I bought another, I bought a business downtown. We already own a business. We own a backpackers hostel, which is a lot of fun. We don't run it. It's very, it's managed very well by a variety of people from all different countries, which is, is great. But it's a thriving little business that comes along. So we bought another business. It's a clothing store down this town because the real estate is, is prime. And knowing that our borders will eventually open again, I thought, oh, this would be a good time to get in on a business. And it was a double lease. The shop next door packed up and left. And then suddenly I had an empty shop and six weeks of summer vacation. So, so I thought, huh, what should we do here? Lived also a long time in Japan, three years in Japan. And so thought, I like tea. So we've opened a tea shop as well. Yeah, that's humming along. Kiwis are leaving coffee and they're taking up the tea revolution. You know, Joe, I think your three businesses describe you and your family perfectly. A a hostel, a tea shop, and a clothing store, you know, just sort of all over the place. And, uh, you know, it was, I think anything you put your mind to, you're going to be successful at. It's, it's always such an inspiration. This is why I wanted to talk to you, man. It's so fun (laughs) to hear all these cool, inspirational, innovative things that you're, you're doing. And so can you just just back, I want to back up a little bit and ask you about this, the current role that you're in at this American school. What mm-hmm. what exactly are you doing and, and, and what's happening in the community at the school? So the school community is quite um, a, a leap of faith for this, that particular school to sign new staff who were still out of the country. And so they spent a year working to get, there was 10 staff that were all over the world really and they tried to get them all back the six american teachers we were able to get back and then there was four of us still left it's one of the few schools that i've come across that didn't cut loose teachers that really kept them and a lot of the teaching staff the other four were all teaching remote classes alongside you know daily normal in school which was pretty amazing. My role was school counsellor. That obviously had a lot of challenges. I wasn't face-to-face. I wasn't immediately available in some ways. And in other ways, it was very good, actually. We used a lot of technology that we normally wouldn't use, WeChat particularly, in China. And I really actually enjoyed that. Of course, the principal, she was fantastic. And she, her and I kind of rejigged a lot of our kind of tasks and our job descriptions really and she was like kind of the first call and then I would meet with students but I was doing a lot of kind of the the back end of things manage back and you know (laughs) just kind of keeping on top of students Mm. concerns yeah Mm -hmm. so it was great but I was working in a really good leadership team there's five of us and very progressive thinkers and very innovative so I really I've really enjoyed that it's been a challenge and we certainly the school faced a lot of challenges through the year but yeah it was it was it was a lot of fun 
That's great to hear. And it's great that that school was so flexible, you know, allowing you to do that. So I'm guessing your kids are in local New Zealand schools at the moment then, aren't they? Yes. And of course, when I was, you know, working in the other school and COVID hit, we were home on January 10th anyway. That's also a fantastic school, QAIS in Mm. Qingdao, fantastic Mm -hmm. school. And we went to online teaching, but I knew for my children being located less than one kilometre from a local primary school, you know, we kind of looked at it Mm. like it would just be another experience. And if it was all over in a few months and we were back to China, well, so be it. But otherwise, I thought, yeah, this will be a good experience for them to kind of find out about being a Kiwi. Yeah, I know. There is that point where their kids are old enough to start asking questions about their own background and where they come from and and what, you know, who are they, right? They're asking lots and lots of questions that help uh, third culture kids are particularly, you know, feel that way. And so I think it's great that you guys have, it's actually worked out really well for you to be able mm. to do that. And so, you know, so what do you, what do you see yourself doing in 12 months or in two years and five years from now? What do you, what do you kind of see happening? So I think in 12 months I've, I've re-signed with QISS in Qingdao, China, and I'll continue with that role. I've, I have been enjoying that. And the school is, it's a difficult time to be leaving schools. There's mm. so much uncertainty about getting in teaching staff and it, it's a difficult time and I'm happy to stay with them. I, I like it. I like working with the team. Uh, so I will continue to work with them for the 12 months. And then I'm not sure after that, I'm super flexible. <laughs> I don't see our family always staying in New Zealand Mm. I think we've got the three older kids one's in university now and I think once the other two head that way we may look at another job overseas again Mm. I will always have my ears and eyes open for you Jovial (laughs) you know that's the case I'd love to work with you again We've had some really fun times, and so that's great. So just want to shift gears a little bit. What if, if you had to tell anyone a book to read right now, stop everything they're doing and read, what would it be? I just read Malcolm Gladwell. I'm a huge fan. In fact, I'd say stop anything and read any of his books right now. That would okay. be my yeah. So any of them. Is you got one that's particularly your favorite? Yeah, I like Blink. I, I do like Blink. Okay, yeah. cool. And Joe, let me ask you this. If people were interested in, if they want to find out more about you and the work that you're doing, or even some of your businesses that you have, if they're interested mm-hmm. in coming to visit maybe and checking out that hostel or something, what's the best way to find out more about those sorts of things that you're interested, that you're doing? Oh, you could, they could email me or they could message me. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, mm. or I'm in all the design network groups <laughs> on Facebook, which I think are really amazing and mm. super useful. Yeah, that would be my advice. Join one of those groups. I'll have links to those in the show notes. Joe, this has been so much fun to talk to you. I really do appreciate you taking time to talk to me. And I totally, totally, totally wish you the best of luck this coming year. I know it's been a challenging couple of years now, almost 18 months at Mm -hmm. least. And so, and like you, I'm I'm a real fan of working and living in China. And so it's been disappointing to not be able to go back and visit and spend time with family and friends. But I'm hoping that will open up sometime at some point in time, but I do wish you the best for the coming school year. Excellent. Thanks, Jason. You too. Keep in touch. Miss you. Hope to see you soon. (laughs) All right. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode. 
I hope you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. I'm Jason, your host, and I produced and created this podcast. If you have any input, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon. Jason here from DesignCast, and I am just so pleased that you're here listening to DesignCast. I really appreciate all the feedback everyone's been giving me. It's been so fantastic to hear it, and it just really inspires me to continue going. Of course, making this week on week is difficult. If you feel so inclined, of course, there is no pressure. I would love it if you would take part in helping to support this podcast. And so I'm using a website called Buy Me a Coffee. And there are a couple different ways you can give. One is you can give a one-time gift. And then also there are monthly gifts that you can give. And by doing that, you will receive some services from me. Number one, you'll be part of Signcast support family. Also, there are different levels within that. So head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash designcast and you can find out more about the different ways you can support me. I am so excited to announce the launch of a new podcast network called DNA Podcast Network. The Design Network Alliance, or DNA, was founded by Evo Hanan and myself as a result of DesignCast number 16. We talked all about the need to connect design educators globally. DNA is a collective group of like-minded design educators from around the world. We have one simple mission, to connect design and STEAM educators with each other and with designers that want to make a difference in design education to make it better for future generations. The DNA Podcast Network is a hub for podcasts that cover the topics around design, design and technology, design thinking, STEAM, and STEM education. If you are interested in hearing more great content, head over to www.dnapodcastnetwork.ga today. Click on the thumbnail of the podcast that you want to hear and enjoy. If you have any other podcasts that you enjoy that cover similar topics, please feel free to get in touch with me and let me know so that I can look at adding them to the network. Finally, spread the word. Share with your network and your PLN and use the hashtag DNA Podcast Network.